these are the four different levels of uh, brand quality. Um, and some people think, oh, well, I've already had my brand. I already spent $22 on printing my business cards. This part's not for me. And you just kind of shut your brain down. I think, oh, I'm far too along, you know, uh, 140 people already know this brand. But um, there's a group that had uh, $8 billion in assets under management with over 200 ultra wealthy clients, and they completely rebranded their whole company. And now they manage $22 billion in assets. So at 8 billion in assets, if they can rebrand, you can rebrand just to open your brain for a second here on this. So level one is your brand literally hurts you because you either don't have a one-liner or it's confusing or no one cares. It sounds like everybody else and the brand name means nothing like Wilson Capital. For a minute, we almost went to Wilson conferences. We realized no one cares about Wilson conferences. So we went right back to Family Office Club because we felt like a screeching halt to level of interest in what we were doing like about a decade ago. Uh, level two is your brand either hurts you or helps you. Um, it's just not really sweating for you. Like why not have everything you produce sweat for you and be better and clearer and more effective than the average person's materials? If you're going to do the materials, you might as well do them better and have them be effective and sweating for you. So that's level three is that it at least clearly identifies what you do. Like maybe Austin senior living partners without a one-liner is not amazing. And it sounds like a big mouthful and like not a very, you know, tuned in uh, brand name and not really slick, you know? Um, and, but at least it says what you do. Uh, level four is your brand and one-liner together are compelling and they're sweating for you every time someone reads it. Ideally, no one ever sees your brand without the one-liner next to it. The only exception would be like even on the banner that Darwin has there, you can fit your one-liner on it. Maybe on a repeating photo backdrop like he has back there, it'd be weird to put a one-liner on it. But it's one of the only exceptions. Even on your business card, the bottom of your emails, you should always say your one-liner because anyone can come up with a nice looking logo and even a pretty crafty name but how many people can say I've done a billion dollars of transactions with 800 investors with an 18% IRR over 84 transactions or something, right? Not many human beings on planet earth can say that about their company. And so that's what you want to do is you want to say something no one else can say, or no one else is saying to bring in the exact type of investor avatar you're focused on. And I know it's covered like a lot really quickly and all these things connect to each other on the foundation for the rest of today. So that's why we're going to do this exercise now. This is going to be a chance to write down what type of investor are you really focused on? And we call that your investor avatar. Um, and don't just put high net worth investor or family office because that's not specific enough uh, to who you are and what you're selling. Um, put down your brand name. And if you were to improve the brand name, maybe what it would be focused on or how it could be tweaked. Um, also note that we have family office club as a brand. And then we have a division, which is an investor relations marketing agency called pitchdex.com. And so that division was branded without abandoning our core brand. We have investorclub.com. And the only subdivision of that is doctorsinvestorclub.com for when we're talking to doctors and marketing to doctors. So some of this could be if you absolutely can't ditch your core brand because your partner's just in love with a random name as the brand name or your personal name, which that means only people who already like you and know you would be drawn to a personal named brand, typically. Um, then you could always name a subdivision really smart going forward, right? Or a new partnership you're getting into or a joint venture. Um, crystal clear one-liner, write down what you have for now as your one-liner and make sure that between your brand name and the one-liner, it's super clear what you do and why somebody should meet with you. 
out of, out of their busy day or 400 emails in their inbox. Um, every day when I look at my three to 500 emails I need to sort through, I'm picking the 50 I'm going to try to reply to for the day and the rest get moved to another day uh, or someone else has to try to handle them for me. I can't physically, my most productive day, I might write 110 emails or 100 emails, but I can't write, I can't email back 400 people, right? Even though I want to, uh, I would like to. Uh, and is your positioning right now between your brand logo and your one-liner, is it level one hurting you? Level two, three, or four really dialed in and you think it's really excellent? Probably not more than two or three people in here have a level four brand where both their one-liner and their brand name is really dialed in. You think it's truly amazing or excellent, but maybe you know I could be wrong. Um, the other thing to note is that if your name is Wilson Capital, then your one-liner has to actually explain to people what you're doing. If your name is Austin Senior Living Partners or something that explains what you do in the brand name, now your one-liner doesn't have to carry all the weight. And now your one-liner can really dial in why they should meet with you and talk to you. And the more it's obvious what you do, then the more that the investors who reach out to you will have reached out to you because they're looking for someone to work with that's doing exactly what they know you do. Otherwise, when someone reaches out, they might be reaching out, but they're not really sure what you do. So they're not pre-qualified to work with you.